there it is, ladies and gents. We ready to rock and roll. You know, there's a lot of people that you might tell white lies to, but you know the truth. You ever look in the mirror, stare into your eyes, and try to lie to yourself? It's damn near impossible. So if you're looking for some truth in your life, then this episode is for you. Let's get this one on the road. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Pros! All right, ladies and gents, on today's episode, we will be discussing the power of living within one's truth. Our guest is an expert in assisting individuals in life, business, and relationships by helping them recognize and embrace their truths. Now, through the Sims approach, our guest has achieved remarkable results in areas of childhood trauma, personal growth, motivation, and personal relationships. I'm curious to find out what this is all about. So let's welcome to the show the truth coach himself, Mr. Randy. How? Randy, welcome to the program, man. I told you we were going to have a good time and let you down so far, have I? This is amazing. Hey, I'm looking forward to this conversation. I love your energy, sir. It's That's what I'm amazing. talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's do this thing. Uh, let's get this uh, general question out of the way right away, right? So explain more about what the Sims approach is. How are you helping a p- people achieve their goals with the Sims approach? By the way, I think it's perfect. We're just at the beginning of 2023. Oh, yeah. Well, man, the Sims approach, it actually came from my own story. And that's where the S comes from. The S is actually the story. So what way it happened was my wife, my wife is she she watches everything that I do. And one day she just came to me, she's like, babe, when you when you're when you're talking about your story, it's kind of like you're creating a simulation of how things should be versus mm-hmm. how they actually were. And I was like, wow. And she's like, so what you do, babe? It's like the Sims approach. And it was like kind of ironic that it just worked out that way that the, the, the process is the story. Then you implement change. So you have implementation. Then you manifest your newness manifestation. And then the S is just show and tell. Once you make it to show and tell, brother, there's no need to talk about it anymore. See, the world sees the new version of you. And, and that's what the Sims approach does. It takes a false reality and creates a real reality. See, we see real reality as a simulation because it doesn't fit the mold. Mm what society has created or the rules that were put into place. See, but I always live with the, you know, rules can be broken. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they're meant I'm, to be, right? And I, they're meant to be broken, especially in life. You have to learn to break the rules to make yourself right. You know, mm-hmm. you can't continue to stay in this position trying to make everything around you look good while you're just disintegrating away in the middle. I want you to come from the middle and I want you to explode and become great so everybody can see you. And that's right, well, what- 
Let's hover on this for a second, right? Story implementation, uh, those two things are are like a handful in and of themselves, right? I feel like when you start telling a story about yourself and it's not what's happening today, you start to have all kinds of roadblocks and barriers on why that story can become true. And it prevents people from taking that next step, which is the implementation. So like there's some roadblocks that come up when you start kind of creating this story in your mind. When you Mm -hmm. talk to clients, what are some of those roadblocks? How are they getting over those? Man, the biggest roadblock actually is fear. Mm. It's fear. And it's fear from affecting those characters within your story. You know, because a lot of times, your fear, your, 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 your story comes from your childhood where you have parental figures or you have elders or you have older siblings that had heavy influence. And, you know, of course, it, well, when I was growing up, I wasn't given the right to display my anger towards the way somebody was treating me or raising me. <laughs> I definitely wasn't allowed to voice my opinion. <laughs> so kid, man, you don't got an opinion. You do what you're told. Or exactly. you, you know, for those of us born in the 1900s, if we didn't do what we were supposed to do, that's what ended up happening, right? You guys got cracked. <laughs> so so once you become an adult and you get a chance to actually tell your story through your eyes. See, this is that's the key. The story has to come through your eyes. And this is the time that you have to be able to say, you know what? I understand what your best effort was, but that doesn't mean that it had to affect me in the way that you expected it to. That's that's how the story goes. So you you it may be something as minute as being told that you couldn't play a particular sport that you had been watching. You know, you've been watching. He's like, man, I want to play football. And you go, mom, dad, I want to play football. I want to play football. And they're like, bro, you're not playing football. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, why? And they're like, you know, I had a brother that played football. He broke his ankle, and I don't want you to go through that. And they're like, but, but, and it, there are any buts. Mm-hmm. Let it go. That's a traumatic moment for some people. You think about taking a child that has, see, we don't know the time that they put into this thought. What if they actually thought about it for a long time, and they and they've created this dream of being this NFL star. Now, we're not saying it's going to be true, but when you stand on top of an individual's dream and you don't know it, you create trauma that you may never know about. But that could be a spiral for the individual that brought it, that that had to endure that moment. That is the type of things that we want to get into when we get into the story. We don't always want to see the big picture. I want to see those small beginning pictures, the ones that affect you that you don't think that you need to talk about. See, these are the things that can that ran me down the road of depression and suicidal thoughts and high levels of anxiety because I was like, you know, that's not really important. But see, if it's taking you down the wrong road, it's got to be important because it's important to you. Well, and, and let's talk about that because I've heard this play out a number of different times, right? You have this beautiful idea, this this journey that you want to go on. And what's the first thing we do? We go and tell the person we care about the most, mom, dad, wife, you know, girlfriend, whatever it is. Yes. And the truth is you have this vision that you can see in your mind's eye, but you can't really articulate it or, or in a way that they can see the same vision. So yeah. out of love, out of care, they're telling you what they can't do. And mm-hmm. it kind of puts you in a corner where you start second guessing yourself. You start thinking, yeah. well, maybe I shouldn't do that, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. on the other side is, 
tell me what I can't do, right? Like, tell me I can't do it. Let me show you what I'm about to do because you said I couldn't do it. So mm-hmm. my, my question is going to be like, when you, when you are working with people, people who come and see you, they're going to have one of those two stories and all kinds of other issues in between. How does a truth coach tailor their, like the process to these individuals who have maybe different social constructs, different upbringings, different goals and agendas? How do you kind of get that process and narrow it down so that we can achieve success for each individual client? See, you see, the key words you use was individual. See, everything that you were describing had other people involved, other people's opinions, other people's ways of thinking. I want a person to eliminate all that, eliminate the mush. See, there, there are people in this world that actually are the only person existing within their environment. At that moment, do you think they worry about what anybody else thinks? No. No. So why can't you do that now? Eliminate the rough, all the stuff, all the mess. Stand in your own truth and ask yourself, what makes me feel better? What makes me happy? What do I want to do? Because if you are a person that wants to leave a legacy, you want to leave an imprint, you want to leave a mark, you have to be an individual that's not afraid to do it the way that they want to do it. Well, the fear factor, you said at the beginning, that's the hardest thing. And it's absolutely true. I think we're afraid mostly of like 10 words, right? What will other people think and what will mm-hmm. other people say? Uh, that approach, that That's the one thing that stops us from pretty mm-hmm. much doing anything that we want to accomplish in life. So is there a secret? Is there something that we can do so that we can teach people to say, look, it doesn't matter what he said, doesn't matter what she's thinking, this is your life. And if you want to achieve something, it's going to be completely up to you to take those actions to move forward. It's easy for me to say it, not so easy to get somebody else to do it. Like share with me some of those experiences you've had with some of the clients that come on board and they're sitting in that situation. How do we get them to take action? Like, I feel like that's the magic pill, right? If you can take imperfect action, that's the goal to, to success, to, to reach success. Just Nike, right? Just do it. I, I, it's, it's, it's a, this is an amazing question. A lot of times, the people that individuals are worrying about really aren't actually a part of their life per se. They are a piece of their life, but they're not an actual part of their life. And, you know, it, and it's, it, people say, what do you mean, coach? What are you, what are you talking about? Well, you know, you, you can have this matriarch figure, patriarch figure in your life that you're trying to impressed through the actions of your life and this person is actually not really paying attention to you but see you have made it in your mind that this person is watching you like a motion picture so you're Mm -hmm. trying to please that person instead of pleasing yourself i'll let people tell their story hey tell me your story and they don't say talk 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 i say stop let us talk about the last five years it's amazing how that story from your childhood and that five-year story they don't involve the same people. Mm-mm. So why are you allowing the story before the five years, those characters to have an impact on what you're doing right now? See, you never That's think about one. yourself. Mm-mm. You only think about those. See, you said it best. What are they going to say about me? <laughs> what are they going to think about me? What does it matter? See, you have to, why don't we remember and pay attention to those that are actually watching? Mm. If you worried about 
the millions of people that aren't following you versus the ones that are, you're the one that's causing the drama for yourself. Start paying attention to what's in front of you and start worrying about what's behind you. All right, let me ask you this, man, because I believe 100% that we should all have a mentor. If, we're, if there's something that we want to aspire to, it's something we want to do, we go searching and, and, and find somebody who's already done it so we can tread the same path. Why carve the go through the jungle and chop everything down when there's already a path to the direction that you want to go in? Yes, so yes, yes. How does one know? that they need coaching like at what point in my life do i sit down and say you know what i need to find somebody like you like coach randy here to help me get to that next step be honest with you brother everybody needs coaching i'm a, i'm a, i'm an ex-athlete and i'll tell you like this brother that's the best way i can put it michael would not have been michael lebron would not be lebron without a coach mm. And they're two of the best at what they do. Two of the best at what they do. That That's it in a nutshell. If you want to be the best version of yourself, you need a little help because you can't see everything that's going on around you. But if you put somebody on the outside looking in, now they can say, you know what? You need to shoot an extra 200 free throws a day because you just ain't got your rhythm down yet. <laughs> I need you to... I need you to actually figure out what blocking out is because you can't jump over everybody. See, these, these are the things that you got to pay attention to, but you can't actually see them because you're in the midst of it. So if I have to tell you, everybody needs a coach. Don't think about it. Be about it. Get something in front of you, next to you, beside you that can help you make it to the place that you want to be so that the world can see. Okay, well, what differentiates one coach from another? I mean, you brought up Michael Jordan, and a book that came to my mind was Tim Grover. I mean, that guy was a beast in what he does. If you ever yeah. read the book, and you understand, yeah. right? There's, but there's different coaches, right? So there's Phil Jackson, there's mm -hmm. Tim Grover. I mean, Tiger Woods had his dad. Like, you know, how do you how do you differentiate between you know what type of coach you need for the objective or the goal or the mindset that you're in in your life? It's called research, you know, a trial and error. You know, every coach is not fit for the pupil. Now, you have to be willing to understand that this might not be the right fit. And if it's not, the coach also has to be open and willing enough to say, you're not someone that I can help. Don't keep someone in prison. Release them and make them free because they're coming to you for help. So don't hinder them if you can't help them. So I say, do your research. You know, you have to, uh, first of all, first thing you have to do is you have to have an idea of where you want to go in life. Yes. You, know, you, can't, you can't just walk to someone and say, I need help. Okay, why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to have an idea of where you want to go in life. Now, that might not be the perfect picture, but at least you have something to start with. And that puts you in the arena of coaches that you need to go forward towards. It just, it just, it's, it's all trial and error. I'm not going to say I can help everybody now. If you want to come into Randy's world, I believe I can help everybody. <laughs> That's right. But it's not reality because there are just some people that need someone else. But I tell you what, get what you can out of whatever coach you decide to talk to, because mm -hmm. it will definitely help you along your journey if you have to find another. 
Man, this imposter syndrome is is like vicious for a lot of people. I'll give you a perfect example. Yesterday or the day before, I was talking to my brother, and you know, we were talking about podcasting. I was like, dude, I do this really, really well. Uh, and a lot of the podcast people that I started off with were in the real estate space, and I'm watching these real estate agents that were on my show were were at the very beginning of their careers, and now they're like dominating in the space, right? And I'm like, you know, I, I really want to help them, but I don't sell as many houses as they do. And he looked at me and he said. That's imposter syndrome creeping in and talking right there because your skill set is different. You offer something different. And this to me is exactly why having a coach is so vitally important because they're going to call you on some BS when you're saying it, even though you don't recognize what it is you're saying, Mm -hmm. that outside opinion can show you and tell you otherwise. How long have you been in in the coaching space? And like, tell me a little bit about yourself, qualifications, like how long you've been doing this and and how, how do you like it so far? Man, it I became official around 2015. I'll tell you what, man, me and my I walked away from corporate America around 2004 and me and my wife opened up a beauty salon and my wife was a beast. She was doing 20, 30 people a day. So I saw a lot of people and, and, and being the being the quote unquote receptionist, I had a lot of people to talk to. Well, it became a moment where this young lady contacted me on I think it was Messenger. And she was like, Randy, you know, all those talks that you did for me have helped shape my life. And it threw me for a loop because I was just doing what I do. I love talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife comes to me. She's like, dude, this is different. So she's a researcher. She's like, hey, man, I think you like a life coach. I'm like, dude, what's that? She's like, listen, this is what you are. I listen to her. So I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> 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 so, smart man right there. This is smart you know, man right there. <laughs> so, I, so what I did was I started doing my own research and got certified and realized that my gift from God was really to help people. It was just really to help people, not just at first. And it, it was the one thing in life that I didn't care about money about. Mm-hmm. And that was like purpose filled for me. Because, you know, once you get into the fact that money doesn't matter, you're in your purpose at that point. So, man, it just it really didn't dawn on me how good it was until I had got my first client. I did a pro bono. I just like, you know, can you be my test dummy? And she comes to me. She says, I go to work and I go home and I close my windows and I go to bed. They do this every day. Never going out, seeing the public. That freaked me out. I was like, whoa, what's going on? But I give myself no more than three months to help people. So within four weeks of rigorous conversations and understanding of past relationships and understandings of what makes you want to hide this person now to this day has no curtains on her windows. Mm. She schedules several vacations throughout the year because she knows that she's free and she doesn't have to hide from her happiness. Mm. You are hiding from your happiness when you're not leaving, but you think you're, hiding from your happiness when you're out amongst those that may not be pleased with the way you're walking your journey. Oh, that's deep, man. That's deep. I want to hear a little bit more about that. I want to dig deeper on that because I think that fear that we were talking about earlier, that lives in that story. The imposter syndrome, that lives in that story. The inability for someone to take action or inaction is actually taking action all lives in that story, man. So my, my, my deeper question for this is, How many conversations did it take? And I know this isn't for everybody, but how long does it take before we can convince somebody to take the action they know they're supposed to be taking? Man, I'm going to tell you, within three sessions with me, 
you're starting to question everything that you've been through and you're asking yourself why and you want answers. That's when the change happens. Mm -hmm. That's when the change happens. I don't want to see. I don't want a drawn out scenario. I, I don't want to have that conversation of. I've had her for 10 years. I've had it for 10 years. You know, if I have somebody for 10 years, I've been wasting my and their time and their money. <laughs> I've been wasting it all. But you imagine this, brother. I say three sessions on purpose because I only give myself, like I said, no more than three months to help you to find your new way. Because when I help that one person after three sessions, they're already telling someone else. Mm. Coach Randy got me thinking. <laughs> This guy right here, different. He got me thinking. He really got me questioning things that I've always been afraid to question. And now that 10 years turns into three more months with another person that just wants to find out the whys. And it becomes like a snowball effect. So my 10 years instead of one person is 10 years of hundreds of people. Mm -hmm. Because my ultimate goal is to help this world to change, my brother. And the only way to change the world is to help the people. Well, let me ask you, there's so many different problems that someone might have. We're at the beginning of the year. Health is one of those big ones, right? I need to get myself in better shape. Uh, finances tend to be one of those. Relationships, so many different niches. Um, your truth coach, is that a specific niche that you're working in, a type of clientele that you're looking for, a field of coaching specifically? Uh, tell me a little bit about, you know, who's that ideal client? Now, you know, truth, truth coaching and the sales approach can help anybody. But right now I'm in the season of childhood trauma uh, because that is what brought me to where I am today. Overcoming, facing, and confronting the issues that came from childhood trauma. More people deal with it than they want to admit because of success, because of money, because of cars, because of houses. But see, I want to talk to the person when they're alone and by themselves and they're going through their depressive states. Because once you fix that person, now you can see true happiness. So if I had to choose one thing right now during this season, it would be childhood trauma. All right, let me let me kind of again. I want to dig deeper on that one, right? Because we we you know sometimes the obvious ones are there, right? I mean, there's some childhood dramas that are plain and simple. You had you know it could have been a sexual trauma, it could have been uh, emotional trauma, it, you could have been you don't you you lost a parent at a young age, didn't have parents growing up. Like some of those are obvious. Some of the other ones that are not so obvious, you kind of touched on them a little early. You know, yeah. growing up specifically in a religious household, growing up in, you know, uh, in, in I don't know, it could be almost anything, on the red side, on the blue side, on the politics side. It could have been almost anything those that are influencing you as a child that made you who you are today. I, I would argue that everyone has childhood traumas that have shaped them today. Right. Um, you know, how, how do I know if I'm having, if I have childhood dramas that need, uh, therapy talking hacking yeah. out like uh, you know what, what what are we looking for well see I, and i like to use myself as an example because my childhood trauma came from the religious sector I, I, I was growing up in a very strict religion that had a lot of boundaries and walls which which it actually pulled me back from a lot of things that those around me were able to experience see but i didn't know that was trauma see that's the thing mm -hmm. Everybody does go through something, but you don't know it's trauma because it's exploited that trauma only comes from, like you said, sexual abuse, losing a parent too early, losing a sibling too early. 
but childhood trauma comes in so many ways. And that's what makes the story so important because that's how you go, hey, wait, wait, whoa, what was that? What do you mean? What did you just say? You've said that like four times. That's a problem. What do you mean it's not a problem? Everybody goes through that. Yeah, but everybody doesn't accept it the way you did. And it's your traumatic moment. That's why childhood trauma is so important because in my opinion, it covers the full gauntlet. Mm, it totally does. All right, you said uh, that when clients come your way, you give yourself three months to help them out. So yeah. what's that availability like for coaching? I mean, what, what can what can a client expect when they come and, and talk to the truth coach, Randy, uh, and they sign up and they, they're ready to rock and roll with you and they want to get the work done in three months? What does that workload look like? Discipline, understanding of responsibility of self. So you can't go into this and be like, oh, coach, God, I don't have it. I don't have it for you. I don't have the answers. See, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> That's why they call me the truth. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you the truth and let you know that you have all the answers. But are you willing to do the work? And if you mm. wouldn't do the work, it shouldn't take that long if you're willing to do the work. We're not promised tomorrow. So why are you wasting time on your happiness? See, oh. you being unhappy affects everybody around you. If you're married, that's why your marriage is bad right now, because you're bringing in that tainted energy. Watch what happens when you let that tainted energy go. I'm here to tell y'all out here, listen to me. 22 years I've been married. I stepped into my truth in 2019, November, right before the pandemic. It's been emotional bliss, heaven, godly ever since. Hey, no arguments, no nothing. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Congrats on that one, man. Hey, listen to what I'm trying to tell you. This is the real life for Randy Howell here. I live in my truth. I face my trauma. And I, and I and I had to let the chips fall as they may mm. because I had to realize what was most important to me. And that's my wife and my kids and their happiness, my responsibility. Once I started to live within my world and didn't allow the outside forces to affect it negatively, brother, that's when I started seeing true happiness. And I can't wait to see what the next quarter century, half a century has it for me. True happiness. I, I of a quarrel with that right so for me like, like if i find if i'm actually seeking happiness if my goal is to find happiness i have found over and over that i fail because life is not happy all the time it's cyclical right there's there's ups and downs life is death is part of life sickness happens in life you have tears of joy and you have tears of sadness so if i'm trying to seek happiness at all times I, I I always find myself tripping over and and like saying, see, I, I don't know what makes me happy. I don't know what makes me happy. But the way you described it was different. You didn't say you don't go through any downs. You just said it's blissful and you're living in your own world. Am yeah. I wrong for like believing that all around 24-7 happiness doesn't exist? No, you, I mean, bro, listen to you. I, I, I wake up looking for it. I wake up. I, 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 I let my, this is the way I'd like to describe it. It's like a moment to me, you know, I live within my moment all the time. And they say, man, what are you talking about? What's your moment? You know, I, I think about a person that's a, a icon now that was normal, just like you and I at one point, but then they had that moment and they realized that they were extraordinary. And then they created an extraordinary life from it, whether we believe it's real or not. They found their moment and they start to live in their truth. 
whatever that looks like, I did that, man. I found my moment in time. And I said, you know what? If this is how it has to end, I would be at the pinnacle of happiness. And I try to replay that over and over again like Groundhog's Day. So I have to realize that time is not promised to no man. Mm -mm. So how are you going to use the minute that you're standing in right now? And I'm going to find my happiness and I'm going to try to keep revolving that door while I accelerate myself, my wife, my kids, as well as my wealth. So powerful. I love that, man. And and that's to me, that's the absolute truth, right? Um, you hear people talk about things like simulation theory. You're living in a simulation and all kinds of stuff like that. You know, you hear Andrew Tate talking about the matrix and everything else yeah. happening around you, all that stuff. But the way you described it makes the most sense to me. You find a spot in your world, the world that you create. Now that's where you're going forward. And you know, the funny thing is, and when I meet people like that, you can tell. You can, they, it's like they almost stand out in a crowd. Yes. Like there's this aura about yes. them yes. that just yes. shines. We're all attracted to those type of people. And yes. we kind of want to be like those people. Yes. So, you know, time flies when you're having fun. Like literally our show's like really on the last couple minutes here. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you, man, is there anything else that maybe, you know, I mean, obviously there's tons we can talk about, but yes. something that you'd like to share about maybe your coaching style, your approach, or I want to just kind of give you the floor last couple minutes here. You know, what are your final thoughts? I want people, I want, I want you to know that it's okay to love yourself and it's okay to put yourself first. See, the one thing that we forget about is the first thing you see every morning and clarity is yourself because everybody go to the restroom when they wake up. So you're gonna look in the mirror when you pass by there. Start taking that moment in life very seriously. Stop taking that moment for granted. Take it serious because that is the most important person in your life. And if you're ready to dig deep into your life to really see the true part of that, you can find true Coach Randy everywhere. So I made it real easy for you. You don't have to remember one thing. That's Truth Coach Randy. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it, I'm there. Oh, I'm popping it up on the screen right yeah, there. Man. That's my man. And I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Listen, I own my own time just as I own my own life. So my schedule is always ready for the next individual ready to seek their truth. That's it. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, look. I tell you guys over and over again, you have to have a mentor. You have to have at least somebody you can talk to. Even if you don't call them coach, you don't call them mentor, you need to have somebody you can talk to, somebody you can hash out some of your problems, someone who can call you out, call, call you out on your BS when you have it, when you don't even know you're saying it. And there's people like out there just like Coach Randy here who's going to tell you the truth even when you don't want to hear it. So make sure you guys give him a follow. Social is at Truth Coach Randy. You guys can shoot him an email, truthcoachhowl at gmail.com, or just go to the website. That's where you're going to find all the great information anyways, truthcoachrandy.com, truthcoachrandy.com. Randy, thank you very much for coming on the program today, man. I got a question for you, and it's not even to do anything with coaching. You've been on podcasts before. You're doing interviews. You're going all around, all around, uh, literally the world, I guess, now with the internet, right? Literally, literally going on the world in different platforms. What was your experience like on the business, bros? Bro, I tell you, your energy is amazing. I mean, just that right there got me. You know, we both ball guys, too. So that's just <laughs> that's <right>. <laughs> <laughs> But no, man, I, I love your enthusiasm. And see, and I, one thing I like to pay attention to is the fact that people listen. And your questions came from listening. And, and I appreciate that because you truly gave me a moment to give the world a piece of how it is to be in the room with True Coach Randy. 
Appreciate it, man. Thank you very much for being on the program. Ladies and gents, the truth, it's inside all of us. And like, I love how Coach Randy said, the first thing you're going to do in the morning is you look in the mirror. Don't take it for granted. Stare into those beautiful doll eyes you got, right? It's so funny. You don't even have to say anything, but stare into those eyes and the truth is going to be there. Whatever it is you need, whether you're on the path where you're supposed to be, or you know when you need a little bit of help. It's yeah. there. It's inside you. I love how Coach Randy said that. The truth is inside you. Ladies and gents, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Coach Randy, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, I appreciate Peace. you. Peace. And we're out. Yeah. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz.